So welcome to Exodus 19, a nation married to Yah with your host, Richard Massey. I pray that you guys have had a blessed Sabbath. And I pray also that whatever you, you and your family are going through, that Yah gives you the strength to go through it. Not going to talk much. I'm just going to do a lot of reading. And this one book or chapter that I that I'm going to read from today, uh, I got the, I got the um, the understanding that these two previous chapters that I'm these two previous verses that I'm going to read can be summed up in what I'm going to read, you know, uh, in this other book. So Genesis 4, 5, it says, But he did not look to Cain and his offering, and Cain was very wroth, and his face fell. And Yahweh said to Cain, Why are you wroth, or why are you angry, and why is your face falling? This is the one that I wanted to point out. Seven, if you do well, is there not acceptance? And if you do not well, sin is crouching at your door. And this is the key part in this verse. And it says, and its desire, sin's desire is for you, but you should master it. So Elohim is telling Cain that sin is crouching at his door and that he has, and it has a desire for Cain. But Cain must learn to master sin. And then I wanted to go to Isaiah 118. And it says, come now and let us reason, keyword, together said Elohim, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye, if ye being willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Come now, let us reason together, saith Elohim. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye being willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. So let's go straight into this book that I'm going to read. And this is a lot, so I'm not going to talk that much. Four Maccabees 1. Four Maccabees 1. It says, as I am going to demonstrate a most philosophical proposition, namely that religious reasoning is absolute master of the passions, I would willingly advise you to give the utmost heed to philosophy, for reason is necessary to everyone as a step to science, and more especially does it embrace the praise of prudence, the highest value. If then reasoning appears to hold the mystery over the passions which stand in the way of temperance, such as gluttony and lust, for it surely also and manifestly has the rule over the affections which are contrary to justice, such as malice, and of those which are hindrances, 
to manliness as wrath and pain and fear. Five, how then is it? Perhaps some may say that reasoning, if it, is, if it ruled the affections, is not also master of forgetfulness nor ignorance. They attempt a ridiculous argument. Six, for reasoning does not rule over its own affections, but over such as are contrary to justice and manliness and temperance and prudence, and yet over these so as to withstand without destroying them. And I know this is a lot, but I just want to keep going, okay? Seven, I might prove to you from many other considerations that religious reasoning is sole master of the passions. Eight, but I shall prove it with the greatest force from the fortitude of Eleazar and seven brethren and their mother who suffered death in defense of virtue. For all these contempting pains, even until death, by this contempt demonstrated that reasoning has command over the passions. So they're proving to you, this book is proving to you that reasoning has commands over your passions. 10. For their virtues, then, it is right that I should commend those men who died with their mother at this time in behalf of rectitude, and for their honors, I may count them happy. 11, for they winning admiration not only from men in general, but even from the prosecutors, for their manliness and endurance became the means of the destruction of the tyranny against their nation, having conquered the tyrant by their endurance, so that by them their country was purified. 12. But we may now at once enter upon the question, having commenced as is our wrought, with lying down the doctrine, and so proceed to account of to the account of these persons, giving glory to all the wise Elohim. 13. The question therefore is whether reasoning be absolute master of the pastor of the passions. Absolute if reasoning be absolute master of the passions. 14, let us determine when, then what is reasoning and what is passion, and how many forms of the passions and whether reasoning bears sway over all these. 15, reasoning is then intellect accompanied by a life of rectitude putting foremost the consideration of wisdom. And wisdom is the knowledge of divine and human things and of their causes. And this is contained in the education of the law. So they're saying that you can get these wisdoms and understandings through the law. By means of which we learn divine things reverently and human things profitably. 18. And the forms of wisdom are prudence and justice and manliness and temperance. 19. The leading one of these is prudence, by whose mean, indeed, it is that reasoning bears rule over the passions. 20. Of the passions, pleasure and pain are the two most comprehensive, and they also by nature refer to the soul. 21. And there are many attendants 
attendant affections surrounding pleasure and surrounding pain. Before pleasure is lust, and after pleasure is joy, 23. And before pain is fear, and after pain is sorrow, 24. Wrath is affection common to pleasure and to pain. If anyone will pay attention when it comes upon them, 25. And there exists in pleasure a malicious disposition, which is the most multiform of all the affections. 26. In the soul, it is arrogance and the love of money and vaingloriness and, and contention and faithlessness and the evil eye. 27. In the body, it is greediness and gormanizing and solitary gluttony. As pleasure and pain are, therefore, two growth of the body and soul. So there are many offshoots of these passions. 29. And reasoning, the universal husbandman, purging, pruning these severely and binding round, and watering and transplanting in every way improves the materials of the morals and affections. 30. For reasoning is the leader of the virtues, but it is the sole ruler of the passions. Observe then first, through the very things which stand in the way of temperance, that reasoning is absolute ruler of the passions. 32. But of the lust, some belonging to the soul, others to the body, and over each of these classes, the reasoning appears to, to bear sway. For whence is it? Otherwise, that when urged on to forbidden meats, we reject the gratification which will ensue from them. It is not because reason is able to command the appetites. Is it not because reason is able to command the appetites? I believe so. Hence it is. Then that when lusting after water animals and birds and four-footed beasts and all kinds of foods which are forbidden by us, forbidden us by the law, we hold ourselves through the mastery of reasoning. For the affections of our appetites are assisted by the temperance, understanding, and bent back again, and all the impulses of the body are reined in by reasoning. When you get a chance, if I'm not reading this right, I'm confusing you, you should go back and read 4 Maccabees 1 and 4 Maccabees 2. Now, 4 Maccabees 1 right now, that was 35 verses. So I'm going to go straight into 4 Maccabees 2 and see if we can get a clarity on when Yah said in Isaiah 1.18, come and let us reason together. Okay? And how in Genesis 4, it says that Cain had to learn how to master his sin. So chapter chapter one was a little thick. So we're going to go to four Maccabees two. Okay. Four Maccabees two and one. Four Maccabees two, verse one. And what wonder if the lusts of the soul after participation with what is beautiful are frustrated. Two. On this ground, therefore, the temperate Joseph is praised, and that by reasoning he subdued on reflection the indulgence of sense. So you remember the book of Joseph when the king's wife wanted him to sleep with him. 
this 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 scripture right here says, on this ground, therefore, the temperance of Joseph is praised in that by reasoning, he subdued on reflection. He thought about the consequences. Right. The indulgence of sense for although young and rightful sexual intercourse, he ab abrogated by reasoning the stimulus of his passions. He. Despite what he saw, despite how she looked, he thought about what he was about to do and how he would be um, letting uh, Elohim down and the king. And he didn't want to put himself on a level to where he was going to disregard them to and do what he was going to do and then lose everything. He reasoned with himself. Okay. Four, and it is not merely the stimulus of sensual indulgence, but that of every desire that reasoning is able to master. Reasoning is able to keep you from doing something, in this case, sexually with somebody, even if you have a high desire to do it. Even though what is in front of you looks totally appetizing. Reasoning can be the, 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 the master of your passion. 4 Maccabees 2.5, for instance, the law says, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor anything that belongs to thy neighbor. You see where it's going here? So because the law is telling you that, once you ponder and reason on it, there's a good chance you can be okay if you reflect on it before doing it. Six, now then, since it is the law which has forbidden us to desire, I shall much more easily persuade you that reasoning is able to govern our lust, just as it does the affections which are Im impediments to justice. Since in what way is a solitary eater and a glutton and a drunkard reclaimed, unless it be clear that reasoning is Yahweh's is the Lord of the passions. A man, eight, a man therefore who regulates his course by the law, even if he be a lover of money, straightway puts forth upon his own disposition, lending to the needy without interest and canceling the debt of the incoming Sabbath. So see, just when that man knows that he can make more money if he works six or seven days a week, but when the law says that you should not work on the Sabbath and you should not do um, any type of business on the Sabbath, but that you must work on the Sabbath, that man knows that he can make more money if he worked Friday night and Saturday morning. But because the law says don't do it, he reasoned with himself. And reasoning with himself shows his faith in Yah that even though he's not making more money the way he visually sees it in his mind, Yah's going to benefit him by and by. He shows faith because Yah says, don't do it. So eight again, a man, therefore, who regulates his course by the law. So this man, is he lives by the law. Even if he be a lover of money, straightway puts force upon his own disposition, lending to the needy without interest 
and canceling the debt of the incoming Sabbath. Okay, nine. And should a man be parsimonious, he is ruled by the law acting through reasoning so that he does not glean his harvest crops, nor vintage. And in reference to other points, we may perceive that it is reasoning that conquers his passion. 10. For the law conquers even affection towards parents, not surrendering virtue on their account. 11. And it prevails over marriage, love, condemning it when transgressing the law. And it lords over the love of parents towards their children, for they punish them for vice. And it domineers over intimacy or friends, reproving them when wicked. And think it not strange, a strange assertion that reasoning can, in behalf of the law, conquer even enmity. Because even though in your body and in your mind, you're feeling like you have a right to not like somebody, because the law simply says that you have to love your neighbor, once you start reasoning on that fact and working it out and showing y'all the glory you will drop your emotions to it. And I hope that this is benefiting somebody because this thing hit me like a ton of bricks. 14, it allows not to cut down the cultivated harbage of an enemy, but preserve it from destroy, the destroyer and collects their fallen ruins. And reason appears to be the master of the more violent passions, passions such as love of empire, and empty boasting and slander. 16, for the temperate understanding repels all these magnanimous passions as it doeth wrath, for it masters even this. Thus Moses, when angered against Dathan and Abram, did nothing to them in wrath, but regulated his anger by reasoning. And I can't really remember that story. But I know that Moses didn't get mad at him, right? He wanted to. I think we would have gotten mad at him. But because the law told him that he couldn't do it, just by obeying the law, his, his reasoning was good enough to overcome his anger. 18, for the tempered mind is able, as I said, to be superior to the passions and to transfer some and destroy others. 19, for why else does our most wise father Jacob blames Simeon and Levi for having irrationally slain the whole race of their Shechemites, saying, Cursed be their anger. For if reason did not possess the power of subduing angry affections, he would not have spoken thus. So, uh, so Jacob thought that Simeon and Levi should have been able to control themselves because of the law, because that's not what we do. It should have been able to 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 calm them down and not have them kill that 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 uh, the Shemites, the Shemites, Shechemites, saying, "Caused be their anger." Twenty. For if reasoning did not possess the power of subduing angry affections, he would not have spoken thus. Twenty-one. For at the time when Elohim created man, he implanted within him. Within him, his passions and moral nature. Stop right there. The Bible says, for at that time when Elohim created man, 
He implanted within him his passions and moral nature. And it's so funny that with so many different beliefs, so many different nations, so many different religions. And I was just telling my wife this the other day. I said, Genesis 9, Noah, his sons, and all, you know, all four of the guys, all their wives, Noah, his wife, Shem, Yafet, and Ham, and their wives, and animals got on the ark. The way the Bible reads, they all had one belief, one understanding, one knowledge and wisdom of Yah. The flood came, they were in the ark, the flood left, they came out of the ark, and in so many words, the sons and their wives dispersed into different parts of the land. And it seemed like at that time, even though they might have started off with good intentions when they moved, because Yafith and his family moved north. And Shem and his family moved east. And Ham and his family moved south to Africa and the lower parts of the country. And can you imagine that freshly in their mind, they knew Yah's laws and intentions and what he desired from them. But you can you imagine as time is going on 10, 15, 20, 100 years, people start incorporate, incorporating different traditions in life. Because I listen to some people who is of, of the Muslim faith, and me and that person can agree on honoring the Sabbath. And then we can agree on the dietary law. But then we'll go off into our own directions after that. And there might be more. I heard uh, Minister Farrakhan, he was uh, talking to his congregation and he was talking about in the, in the nation of the Israelites, one person could not one brother couldn't charge interest to another brother. And I said, man, that's in the Bible. That's one of the uh, uh, covenant commandments in the Bible, that you can't put interest on your brother. You can't, whatever you get, that's what you get back. Whatever you gave, that's what you get back. So you listen to the Muslim faith and they talk about the dietary law. I can agree with that. And then you talk about the Sabbath. I can agree with that. And then Hebrew Israelites, they talk about the blackness. I can agree with that. For most, for the most part, not all of it. And then they talk about the Sabbath. And then they talk about the dietary law. And then some things go in a different direction. But all these different walks and all these different religious religions, they have some things in common. Genesis 8, 9, and 10. And then some different traditions come in. So somebody down the line started this whole nother way, started getting away from what Elohim wanted, started to input some of their own traditions in there. And now two, three hundred years later, I mean thousands of years later, mass confusion. But Yah says, 
that he implanted within him his passions and moral nature. Come, let us reason together. What does that say? Let me see real quick. It says, come now, let us reason together. This is Yah saying that maybe he wants to sit down at the table with me. Maybe I'm going through something. He's sitting across from me. He's saying, let's talk about this that you're going through. He says, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow by the time we get finished with this conversation. If you're willing to master it. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. And 19 says, if you be willing to listen to me and obey what I'm saying to you, you shall eat the good of the land. Let's go to Genesis real quick. Genesis uh, 4. Genesis 4. Genesis 4, 5. But he did not look to Cain and his offering. And Cain was very wroth, and his face fell. And Yahweh said to Cain, why are you wroth? And why is your face falling? If you do well, is there not acceptance? And if you do not, and if you do not do well, and if you do not do well, sin is crouching at your door. Your anger, your depression, they're crouch, crouching at your door. And their desire is to overcome you. But you have to learn how to master it. Can you see? Can you see how they how they all go together? Man, this is good stuff. 22. And at the time he enthroned above all the holy leader mind, holy leader mind, through the medium of the senses. And he gave a law to this mind by living according to which it will maintain a temperate and just and good and manly reign. How then a man may say, if reasoning be master of the passions, has no it has it no control over forgetfulness and ignorance. I know that I didn't do that no justice. It it, it did my heart so well when I read it the first time. And I hope that you get something out of it. Four Maccabees. Four Maccabees, one and two. Man, eat that thing, man. Go and, 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 and get that. Find it on, on Google and just read it and see. We have no excuses for the things that we're doing. And this is just a reminder that this podcast is also on Spotify, and on Instagram, and on YouTube as well. So don't forget to like my page and to share my page where it applies. And don't, don't forget to hit the notification button. And don't forget to subscribe as well. Hope you guys have a blessed night. And shalom.